0: Hello guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Our Path in Mind with Rural Talk. I am your host, Crystal Marie. And today I'm going to be talking about how to spot a bad apple when it comes to you starting today. So this is for both men and women, right? How do we spot adequately a bad apple So that we avoid some of those pitfalls that we were talking about in my episode of betrayal, right? Like you don't always spot them, but how can you at least be a little bit more uh, aware so that you can make better choices in choosing or being able to spot, you know, detect that naughtiness, right? Beforehand. So I'm going to start off by saying first, you know, the real thing to finding somebody Good and avoiding a bad apple is to first work on yourself. I know this is not something that a lot of people want to hear, but working on yourself will be key to attracting something better. Now, that's not to say that you can't still attract, you know, negative apples. And when I say working on yourself, I mean working on everything internally, externally, just trying to be your best you, right? So that if you see something that is a red flag, you, Um, are able to recognize it. But the next thing about working on yourself is healing those wounds of the past, right? That I talk about, um, in a video on the Our Path in Mind Facebook page with my fellow co-host Ty. Um, it's the wounds of our past video. So if you guys have not already checked it out, it's Our Path in Mind on Facebook. So if you have Facebook, go and check it out. It is a wonderful video. Um, but that's after you join our group. It's a Facebook group. So you got to join it first and then you can definitely, um, check out the video. The video is very insightful. We made it with you guys and everyone in mind, and we share some powerful stories on there as well. Um, but basically, essentially what we discuss on the video is that you attract to the self, or you attract to yourself, not to the self, to yourself, the level of your brokenness. Meaning like if there are things from your childhood or from your past that are unhealed wounds, somehow life and God or the universe has a funny way of bringing those things to the surface. And, and that we will keep having to revisit them until we fully heal from those things. Right. So, like, for me, um, in my case, I noticed, like, that the, my ex-husband, he was literally, he, he shared he wasn't entirely like my dad, but in a lot of ways, he was like my dad. And, and, and it was the, the traits and qualities that I didn't like that he mirrored. Right. Um, although he did have a lot of good traits for all the good traits he had, th- there was just certain things like, um, you know, like an inflexibility, um, you know, like an inability to, you know, proper, actually, you know what, I'm going to say this, they-, they were different, but the, the, the effects of like how my dad was like very controlling and the same thing, like my ex, right. Wanting to be very, there's a difference between control and, and, you know, trying to do things with a certain level of grace, right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. They both have their good things and their bad things. Um, I'm not even saying that to say anything bad about my ex or my dad because clearly I loved them both, right? Um, and, but the point is, my point to you guys is I attracted somebody at the level of my brokenness, meaning like the things about myself that I didn't like, my ex was able to mirror those things back to me and he basically didn't like them either. Right. Um, but, but I'm saying that to say, like, if I had healed those parts of myself or if I had addressed those parts of myself adequately, I would not have attracted somebody who would mirror back that um, those same insecurities to me. Right. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like the first steps to attracting somebody that you guys can really be happy to be with is to do the work and heal yourself so that when those wounds, if they indeed do come back up, they're a non-factor because you've already done the work to sort through them and to heal them. It could be anything. It could be your weight. It could be your looks. It could be the fact that you don't feel good enough or smart enough or whatever it is. Just address it, do something about it um, and understand that you are not that and that, you know no matter whether you are where you're at or whether you are not, it doesn't make you any less than right. But, but, but the funny thing about, you know, being a human being is we might be able to fool the world, but we cannot fool ourselves internally. We know if we've done the work or not and subconsciously we will certainly attract somebody who is equivalent. So it simply just, I mean, and you may even get things that you never even knew that, you know, were an issue or whatever. But the point is, is that you're attracting somebody who's equally as broken as you um, or maybe even more. You never know. But the point is, is that if you don't do the work to sort your emotions for different things in your past that have happened to you, then it's going to be a lot harder to pass by and not be able to spot a bad apple, because here's the thing about that as well if something seems familiar, the way our human brain works is we tend to want to attract that which is familiar, right? So essentially your brain, you're going to want to choose somebody that is, you know, if you've always chosen toxic, you know, people, or you've always been around toxic people, um, maybe your parent was a narcissist or different things like that. Um, when you meet this person, this, you know, this next person that you're talking to, male or female, doesn't matter. Um, you have a good chance of attracting that same type of person because it's your normal, right? That's what I'm saying. You need to work through these things. You need to really establish and set a standard. And a, that's why I'm always talking about it. All my videos, like our, not my videos and my podcast, but basically about setting a standard, right? Like knowing what it is that you want and being firm in that. There's, a we, here's the cool thing about being a human being. Well, there are a billion, billions and billions of us, right? But we all have, God has made us all so unique and individual that we literally all have different desires, even though we all have the basic needs like shelter and all that kind of stuff. Um, we all each have each different needs and different desires and the right person will, help you explore those things, help you be better, right? Um, but how can you attract the right person to yourself if you don't even have a standard, you don't even know what it is that you truly desire, what it is that you truly want? Um, you just can't. So make a list and decide what are your most important things so that when that person comes to you, you absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that, this is your person. Now, also guys, I'm going to say this about the list though. Um, this is all about manifesting now too. This kind of goes into the realm of manifestations. And also guys, just so you know, manifestations are nothing new. The Bible is nothing but a manifestation book. So for those of you who are religious and don't, and, and kind of get caught up on the words and the logistics of manifesting, m- manifesting is the number one rule of the Bible. It's about faith, the belief, it starts in your mind, and then you can have it. You can achieve it, right? It even says in the Bible, be a faith of a mustard seed, right? So, so I'm just going to say this, that your faith, your belief, your, go ahead and write out that intention of everything that you desire to have in a partner, the things that are most important to you. And I, and I can guarantee you will surely get it. Make sure that you're very intentional. Make sure that. You try to cover all basis because I know I did that um before I got married the first time for my first marriage. I did that. And um and so anyhow, I did that. I made a list and I literally did get everything on my list. The only issue is, is that I never even thought to write out about like, you know, whether or not this person would have, you know, like I, I never I never thought to cover the sexual aspect of it. Um, it just wasn't a thought. I never thought that would be an issue. Um, so if I had really thought about it, I would have added that as a component too. like, just make sure that the person is good emotionally. Right. Cause it's not just about sex because cutting off sex is one thing, but it's the emotional element of it. Right. Like you're basically cutting off yourself. You're saying, I don't want to emotionally connect with you anymore. Um, because when you cut out sex by default, you're going to cut out hugs by default. You're going to cut out kiss. You're going to cut out kisses. You're going to cut, you know, you're going to cut out anything that brings you closer to that person. Um, which is the problem too, because people don't get married to be by themselves. Right. Um, but anyways, that's a whole nother thing. Point is just be very intentional and you'll surely get what you want. Just have that faith and that intention and then make sure that you're looking out for it, right? Like making sure that you, because you now know what you want. Um, you're more aware, right? Okay. So I would say the next thing is to really, really, really have an open heart, right? Again, that goes back to doing the work and healing and different things like that. But you can't attract love into your life if you have a closed heart. That's why you always hear like all these energy readers and stuff like that saying you've blocked chakras and clothes, you know, like all these different things. Energy is energy is energy, right guys? So with energy being energy, if you are blocked off, it's going to be really good to attract a good apple because you, and it's going to be more likely you'll attract somebody bad because you're literally trying to you may not even see something good before your eyes uh, because you just want to cut off everything and be like with the attitude of, you know, all men are trash or women are just gold diggers or all these bad beliefs that limit us. Right. It's not to say that people aren't out there to get you. But again, if you have done your due diligence and nobody's 100 percent perfect, but if you have done your due diligence, you will be a lot more likely to attract a good apple. Um, but again, you can attract them. If you are closed off um, and you have bad negative thoughts. So check your thought process, guys. Check your thought process. What thoughts are you thinking about the opposite sex um, or what thoughts are you thinking about the person that you're trying to be with that will limit you? Um, and that will, you know, block your success of finding somebody who is truly decent. Like you need to start telling, again, this is back to manifestation. You need to tell yourself, no, like I attract good people. I attract high quality people. I am worthy. I am good enough. I am deserving, right? It's about having those proper mental beliefs in yourself and your abilities to attract and having an open heart and open spirit, right? And truly believing the best in others. Nobody is going to be perfect, guys. I need you guys to understand that. That like the moment this person does something that you don't like and now makes them know, you just need to establish your standards. So if it's something that is not in alignment with your standard, then it's definitely a no-go. Okay, the next thing to attracting somebody good is in your standards, when setting your standards, make sure guys just make sure that you stick with those standards. And I'm not, that's not to say that like I said, nobody is perfect, but when I say stick with those standards, I mean, like for instance, if in, if you believe that pornography is bad, or if you believe that it's going to cause a monkey wrench in your relationship, make sure that that person is on the same page as you. Right. Um, make sure like just like whatever your standards are, when it, the things that matter most, make sure they're on the same page. Because if you make an exception, like say the person minimizes it, and then you decide to co-sign with that, that later on can become a source of contention in your relationship. It can become a source of pain. If a person is bad at managing money, but you would go ahead and accept that you're like, oh, I can help them. But then later on, it's an issue because you, you, you saw it for what it was, but you said, nah, you wrote it off and said, I could do something about it. Don't write off an issue that you see. It's not to say that things won't come up later on in the relationship, but don't, don't something that is truly important to you. That is a standard to you. Don't write it off as if it isn't important. It is important. Um, and trust and believe that if you write it off today, tomorrow, it'll come back to haunt you. So in part of choosing a good apple, make sure that that person is in alignment with your beliefs, your values, and your standards, right? Um, And you need to really establish what your deal breakers are. Um, And again, things can happen in a relationship, but at the very beginning, in part of doing your due diligence is just trying to screen for these basics of things, right? Um, And so that leads me to my next thing. Which is in order to get that clarity that you need, make sure that you ask questions. Yes, people can lie, but they can only lie for a season, meaning that eventually the truth about that person and the things that you have asked them will come out. But the number one thing is if you don't ask at all, you will never know because sometimes you'd be surprised. Like I have had, um, friends that have been like, okay, well, this guy's paid, she was, she was uh, on a dating a dating app. Right. And the guy, he seemed kind of whatever. Um, but she had to get clarifications and it turned out that this guy, um, had no shame in his game. He was, uh, sleeping with both genders, which for some ladies, that may not be a deal breaker, but for her, it most certainly was. And at the end of the day, um, you know, it's one of those things, like if she hadn't have asked, she wouldn't have found out. And the thing about it is, was with people like that, it's like, Yes, everyone needs to be accepted but you need to be accepted with the right person meaning you need to be with somebody who's gonna accept you for you and if that's not in alignment with your lifestyle it's good, it's a good thing she found out so that she could be like, no, right? But again, how would she have known that this guy was not in alignment with her lifestyle unless she asked those key critical questions like, do you wanna have children? Like a lot of ladies want children and then you might end up with a guy who doesn't want kids like you have to ask those important questions. Okay, okay. Like, okay, do you, you know, how do you want me to be a stay at home mother or uh, who's going to be making the money, right? It's normally supposed to be, I would say the guy's job and women to help out, of course, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what your dynamics are. Just ask those questions, okay? Ask those questions because you know what your standard and what your deal breakers are or what they are not, right? Um, so you, in doing that, you need to ask questions. I can't say that enough like anything, anything that is important to you ask. Okay. Um, and then the next thing in being able to spot a good or a bad apple, do not guys, this is a tip, I guess, do not be swept up by looks alone, but also do not give up on what you want for a person when it comes down to their looks. Right. But just have a reasonable standard. Um, I would say, besides looks or aside from looks, um, in choosing a good apple, make sure that the person is financially stable. So and when it comes down to looks, guys, the only thing that I say in determining a good apple or a bad apple is just make sure that you choose somebody who cares about their appearance. I'm not saying they have to be perfect, but they brush their teeth, right? They're put together. They wear clean clothes, their clothing match. They're not disheveled in every sense of the way, right? They don't have to be perfect again, because some people have bad sen- fashion sense and that has nothing to do with their, their level of quality or who they are. Right. But, but you want to make sure that when it, in areas where it matters most, they care about themselves, right? Because a bad apple, I mean, if you're with somebody who's embarrassing you all the time, um, as much as they may be a good apple, it may be, they may be a bad apple in that way, right? So you need to be careful. Um, and then, like I said, with the finances, make sure that they're on the same page with you financially, like that, that they are going to be, you know, they're not going to be trying to stall your money, take advantage of you. They're not going to be, um, uh, liability, like just spinning up everything and not caring about what you guys have, right? That um, they are in the same game plan and page as you when it comes down to saving, investing, different things like that. Um, if they are not, it can create a situation where you're with a bad apple and maybe they're not a bad apple in general, but they're a bad apple for you because when you don't have um, you know, mental well-being when it comes down to your finances and things like that, um, that can really mess up the relationship. It can really cause stress on the other person, the other party, when you're always constantly worried, like, is this person going to, you know, like um, manage money properly or whatever, right? Just make sure you choose somebody good. And ladies out there, if it's important to you that you get the opportunity to spend time with your children, make sure you choose somebody who's able to take care of a household in the event that you want to take a break. Um, and you're having a baby or something like that. Like that was, that was one of my, always one of my thoughts is like, I always thought it doesn't matter how much money I make. And even that belief still resides with me today. Like I don't care how much money I make. Whoever I make or whoever I'm with should make more and should be able to reasonably take care of and sustain a household to where we have more than enough above and beyond. And the reason being is because if I should ever want to take a rest, from having our child taking care of our kiddos, I should have that, I should be able to have that um, relief because so many women are overworked and it's just horrible. Like, no, um, we, we make so many sacrifices, right? We sacrifice our body to have a child. The least that should be able to be available is being able to have a reasonable break with your children, should you want or desire or need it. So I, but that was just my standard. Okay. Again, every lady is different. She might, you know, if you're a lady out there and you're making a you're like, I'm cool. My guy can stay at home. Okay. Whatever your dynamics is by God, do it, but just make sure that you're satisfied with those dynamics and that you're not settling. Okay. Because oftentimes ladies will do that. They'll be like, Oh, you know, I, I, I'll make the money. But then when push comes to shove, they are very disappointed with the guys. They disrespect the guys. They're not treated as good, um, but you chose him. So like choose wisely, choose properly and truly choose somebody that is within your standard, right? Like somebody that will make you happy. I'm not saying this person has to have like millions or whatever, if they do the better, but if they don't, whatever. I mean, the point is, is they should be able to take care of a household reasonably, right? Um, if you should need that break um, regardless. So that's why I'm saying like, my money, I, I've always thought of it like it, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I still want somebody who is, um, able to do that because it's, su- it's just a super important need of mine. You just never know when, you know, you might need a break or whatever, you know, and we should be able to have that in peace. Um, and so with that being said, um, that's, so yeah, look out for that financially. And of course, looks, make sure your looks are good to go. <sighs> the next step. Um, is finding somebody who has a good, peaceable, generous spirit and attitude, right? Um, If you're with somebody who is stingy and greedy um, or doesn't care about their mother, like look for the way that they treat people in their society, right? Look at how they treat their parents. Look at how they treat their mothers, their, their, their extended family. Look at how they treat your friends and their family. Are they trying to isolate you? Are they trying to, you know, are they talking bad and making disparaging comments? Look at how they treat people around. Look at how, how do they give back? Do they give to charities? Are they good? Are they good people like that are genuinely caring? Would they give you this shirt off their back? If you were cold, would they give you their jacket? Like if they were, if you're with a lady, is she, is she good to her family? does she talk bad about others? Is she, you know, um, is she only caring about herself and what you could give to her, but never about what she can do and give to others. Would she buy you a meal if you were hungry? Like, uh, I mean, you know, cause us as women, like I love a guy who caters and will buy me meals and things like that, but there's nothing wrong with occasionally buying the guy that you're with a meal. Like, Oh, who cares? Like, whatever. Would you do basic things? Like if he had, if he had hurt himself, would you take care of him? Like, all these things you will never know. But my thing is, is that people will give you clues to who they are. Like they will show you, like, if you see how they do things in their regular life, like, are they good to their family? Do they, do they make it a point, um, to, you know, and not just to their mothers and it's everybody just look at how they treat people in general and how people around them receive them. Everybody isn't going to be liked perfectly but do they go out of their way to be genuinely good and kind to others? Um, are they good to their animals, their pets, right? Like um, it just, those different core things. Like if you're dealing with a person who is genuinely good, their goodness will shine through regardless. So it would, it will show up in a variety of ways. Um, and again, cer- certain people can fake goodness for a period of time, but goodness cannot be faked overall because eventually you will be able to spot it. If you hear them making a bad comment about somebody else, and when I say bad comment, I mean like, you know, okay, I'm going to give you an example. One of my exes, Um, when I first met him, he was super good to me. But then I, I was hearing him like make really bad comments about women and stuff like that, right? Um, And that later on turned out to actually be a problem because although he wasn't abusive, like as in physically abusive, he, that mindset of like thinking ill of women was a real thing. At first I just laughed it off and I thought, oh, like, it's not that serious. Like he, that's how he feels about those ladies. It's those ladies, right? It's not my problem. He doesn't think that way about me. He's with me. So he doesn't feel that way about me. But at the end of the day, that attitude, it, it was a theme in our relationship, that lack of trust. It was a theme in our relationship. So listen to guys, the things they say about women, the way that they treat their mothers, the way that they treat their fathers, the way that they respect society, the way that they give back. And the same thing with men. Look at the way these women do things, move in the world. Is it only about them? If it's only about them and they don't treat children very good, like say if this is supposed to be the potential mother of your child, she says she doesn't want kids. Then what are you doing with her? If you want kids, what are you doing with a lady who doesn't want kids? Choose wisely, guys. Choose wisely. Ask the questions, look, sense. And then ultimately think to yourself, is this somebody that I could picture myself being happy with long-term? And if so, you may have just chosen yourself a very good apple. And if no there's nothing wrong with moving on guys. Um, your happiness is most important because at the end of the day, you got to live with the relationship that you establish with others and only you have to answer to it because only you're going to be in it. So it's your due diligence that will save and pave the way. So anyways, guys, I'm going to leave it at here. Just understand that you are 100% deserving of a good relationship and, I hope that this has helped you be able to better spot the signs of a bad apple versus a good apple. you got this in the bag. I know you're going to choose wisely. I don't even know who's listening to this, but whoever does listen to this, good luck with your endeavors of finding somebody amazing. You can do it. Until next time, I'm Crystal Marie. Bye guys.